0: Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Our beloved, I want to welcome you to yet another week of uh, Glenn Podcast. That's another week for a fresh episode of uh, Glenn Podcast. That's the official podcast uh, channel of Global and Special Ministries, Calgary, Canada. I want to bless the Lord for giving us the privilege to witness yet another week in uh, in the land of the living. And it's a prayer that we it will keep preserving us to witness uh, many more in the land of the living in the name of jesus our mandate is liberating men through the knowledge of the truth and uh, that's what the lord has been helping us to do via this uh, podcast channel it's one of this cha- this podcast channel is one of the avenues uh, that the lord has supposed to establish through which men can encounter uh, the truth that's set free it's an avenue through which men can encounter the truth that's set free and it's a prayer that in every area of your life where you desire liberation the word of the Lord will locate those areas and you will experience your desired freedom in the name of Jesus. So I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast channel if you have not done so already. Uh, Do that on Amazon, on Spotify, and call Apple, Google Podcasts, or just kindly quickly check um, uh, Google Search. You can can go on Google Search box, uh, type in Glenn Podcast. You can put uh, Glenn Podcast there in your Google Search box and just click on Search. It's going to bring up um all the various platforms where you can listen to this uh channel, I mean this podcast and just click on any one of your choice and subscribe so that you can keep having a um, fresh episodes delivered to you. You will not miss out on any word the Lord might be bringing your way in the name of Jesus. Uh visit our website to learn more about this ministry. You can visit our website at uh, www.glom.org www.glom.org can visit our website so that you know what this ministry is all about what we do and probably can also check to see areas where you may want to be part of what the lord is doing through us Uh, and also follow us on social media Uh, we're on facebook instagram twitter uh, linkedin just uh, search out the ministry on these social media platforms and like our pages uh, follow us there. connect with us so they can keep abreast of uh, spiritual updates as they become available especially so you can have access to our daily meditation uh via these platforms as you do all this the lord will bless you mightily in the mighty name of jesus amen uh it's another week like we said and uh, every week we present fresh episodes And uh, this week, the Lord is said to bless us again with fresh insight and revelation from His Word, capable of bringing about liberation in any aspect of our lives where we are not enjoying liberation already. Uh, But before we go deeper into the uh, episode itself, let's just take a moment and say a short word of prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I would thank you. We appreciate your Holy Name and we give you all the glory, honor and adoration for the privilege given to us to be among the living thank you so much because uh, your world says a living dog is better than a deadline so regardless of what is happening around us regardless of the situation in the world generally we are still alive and we are blessed to know that thank you so much because we know we are you are not done with us yet thanks for all the beautiful things you've done in our lives and more that you will still do accept our thanks in the name of jesus lord thank you for the past revelation you have revealed to us via this uh, podcast channel and thank you so much for the word you are bringing our ways today which we believe will bless us and do us good lord accept our thanks in the name of jesus we pray that you will make our heart fertile soil for the implantation of your word so that by the time this episode is over we we'll look back and have all the cause to glorify your name thank you for always answering our prayers in jesus mighty name we pray amen Amen and amen. So, once again, I want to welcome you to yet another episode of Glenn Podcast. And uh, like I said, this week, the Lord is said to bless us once again from His Word. You know, everything comes from the Word. You know, even, even the entire planet was framed by the Word of God. And the Lord still sustains all things by the Word of His power. So, the Word is our source. And that's why you can't experience anything called liberation, anything called freedom, Anything called a wonderful life in Christ Jesus without the ministry of the world. And it's a prayer that as you keep exposing your hearts to the ministry of the world, the Lord Himself will cause His light to shine in every area of your lives and you will enjoy His liberation in the name of Jesus. So the topic before us today is Joseph's 20%. We are looking at Joseph's 20%, or you can call it the 20% of Joseph. We're going to be taking our text from Genesis chapter 41 and we'll read verse 29 to 36. Our text is from Genesis chapter 41. We'll read 29 through 36 and we'll be reading from the New Living Translation, NLT. It says, the next seven years will be a period of great prosperity throughout the land of Egypt. But afterward, there will be seven years of famine so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt famine will destroy the land this famine will be so severe that even the memory of the good years will be erased as for having two similar dreams it means that these events have been decreed by God and it will soon make them happen therefore Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one fifth of all the crops during the seven good years Have them gather all the food produced in the good years that are just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouses. Store it away and guard it so that there will be food in the cities. That way there will be enough to eat when the seven years of farming come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, this farming will destroy the land. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his words in our hearts in Jesus' name. Well, that's uh, the story of Joseph, when he had just interpreted the dream Pharaoh had. Pharaoh had had a dream that uh, the God gave him a dream indicating that there was that was going to be seven years of prosperity. Uh, then after that there will be seven years of farming. Many prosperity will come first. They will have a lot abundance will be in the land of Egypt. After that, there will be another uh period of severe farming. In fact, according to the Bible, the way it describes say the farming will be so severe that people will forget completely that was that there was ever anything prosperity in that land. it said the memory of the good years will be erased, not reduced. People will not even be able to believe that they ever had any time of abundance in that land by reason of the severity of the um, famine and he said because the dream was doubled it was the dream came twice to pharaoh it was an indication that nothing could change it god was going to make it happen now god has, I mean, has expressed his plan god had told them what was going to happen god had told them what was coming no prayer could change it it was a decree when decrees are made they have to come to pass okay so the decree had been made now joseph now, advice pharaoh there was something that needed to be done if the farming coming upon that land will not destroy the land he said if they don't have enough to eat that farming will destroy the land despite the fact that they had initial seven years of prosperity and that's exactly what the text is all about now let's take uh, let's take some time in this episode to look at our finances Let's take some time to think about our finances. It's not unscriptural to talk about money. You know, it is religion. You know, some people are so religious, they don't talk about money. And yet, they can't live without money. (laughs) So it is religion that says, no, 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 don't talk about money. This is church. You should talk about money. It's important. God talks about money. Jesus spoke about money. Money is, there's nothing you can do about it. Every, for everywhere at, in different places in the bible you keep meeting money money is talked about in the bible okay so it is not scriptural to talk about money it's not a subject that we should run away from all right and it's not also unscriptural it's not unspiritual also to critically analyze how money comes into our hands and how it goes out there's nothing unspiritual about it it's not carnality it's not being in the flesh to sit down and critically analyze how money comes into your hands and how it goes out it's important if you cannot explain how money comes into your hands and how money goes out of your hands you are not a good steward of the blessings of God and you can't expect more from him that's why Jesus said if you have not been faithful in one little in little in the little you have been given how are we we going to give you much God blesses you with five thousand dollars. You can't explain how the five thousand is how the five thousand went. You just woke up one morning and you can't find the five thousand again. You have spent it. Okay, what did you buy? I don't know. Uh, did you, you? don't know anything. You don't know anything about the money, and you are praying for hundred thousand. God is not a fool. God is not a fool. You can't manage five, and you are believing him for hundred. It's not going to happen. He wants you to prove to him that you are a faithful steward of that 5,000. That's the only way he can graduate you to receiving 100,000. So, if you like, go to all the mountains on this planet and start crying to God for 100,000. If he has not seen you as a good manager of the few 5,000 he gave to you, he won't talk to you, he won't answer you. To change your financial levels, you have to prove to God that you're a good steward. You're a faithful steward of what he has given you. That's the only way He can increase you. That's the way it works. So, it's not there's nothing unspiritual about it. It's not canality to sit down and analyze how money comes and how money goes out from your hands. That way, you can even track the activities of divorce in case there are any and pray about them remember jesus christ was saying who among you want to build a tower (laughs) i like see i really love jesus because jesus never did any religion he he touched he had something to teach about every aspect of our lives he said who among you he was talking today who among you wants to build a tower you want to build a tower and you will not first sit down and count the cost cost has to do with money in a contemporary language in the language you understand you want to go into a project you want to build a house for instance you want to build a house jesus said the first thing is not even to pray the first thing is not to fast the first thing is not to begin to go to bible study sit down jesus said sit down and count the cost what will it take for me to build this house? what is the cost of building this house even if I have the cost to build it do I have the cost to maintain it? if I'm able to build this skyscraper can I maintain it? count the cost Jesus says sit down and count the cost and he stop there he says so that you can know whether you have sufficient, sufficient fund to finish it so that you will not start it, it say, when you have laid the foundation and suddenly there's no money again people will now begin to laugh at you they will be passing and say look at this fool he started building but he does not have money to complete it Jesus said they will mock you people will mock you and it's their right to mock you because you are not serious how can you start a project when you are not sure you will finish it Jesus said you don't do that count the cost don't start until you have Counted the cost that's what the bible says that's what the bible says in fact the book of proverbs says there's a there's a portion of the bible in the book of proverbs it said don't even begin to build your house until you have started earning until you have learned to you know you know hand to uh, until you have income it said until you have planted your feet until you have created sources of income don't think about building. it's in your bible so, talking about money, say Jesus said, count the cost. So, maybe you wanted to build one big, maybe three-story building, one gigantic mansion before, and you do you, you sat down, like Jesus said, and you counted the cost. Ah, what I have cannot be this mansion. Then go and build your bungalow. Build what you can afford. That's what Jesus is saying. Don't start and not be able to finish. So it's very important. You need to track. The way money comes into your hands and the way money goes out is very 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 important you know somebody has said that the challenge with most of most of us is not that we don't make money the challenge is we don't know how to keep money we make money but we don't keep it so we work we grab one job two jobs three jobs four jobs people do all manners of just day and night and money comes but the challenge is how do we keep the money and wealth prosperity is not about how much you make it's about how much you can keep it's about how much you can keep you can say this year i made 500 million dollars congratulations how much is left how much did you keep it's very very important okay that's why we're looking at joseph's 20 percent don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let any church, any pastor tell you they, it's a sin to talk about money. That is not scripture. It's scriptural. It's scriptural. Look at your Bible. You find money there. All right. It's very very scriptural. So you have to analyze, critically analyze how money comes into our hands and I mean your hands and how it goes out. Now having to depend on paychecks only to meet all our financial obligations is not a smart decision. You have to work and work and work just to be able to meet your financial obligations is not a smart decision it can solve the problem temporarily it can get you some nice living in the meantime but there's no future there's no future because one day you will retire won't you you will one day retire paychecks will stop coming even if you are depending on pension what can pension do what can you do with all the with the economy with the rising state i mean with i mean with the with the current state of economy and the rising the 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 hiking prices of things things are changing your pension is not changing i'll give you an example if you are going to be living on a pension of pay probably five thousand dollars for instance you're going to be getting five thousand dollars per month that's your pension nobody's reviewing it for you that's your pension right good now you started collecting five thousand dollars when probably the price of... uh, Mm Uh, probably the price of food stuff or probably the price of your normal living, your bills is around probably $3,000, $3,000 in a month. You say, it's okay by me. You know, 5000 I will take care of 3000 I will still have 2000 Now, second year, something happened. There was one fair shortage. There was one increase. There was one inflation. Things went up. Things that you were buying $100 before, they are now $800. Things that you were buying $50, they are now $250. A lot of things have happened. Now, your monthly obligation, has increased from three thousand that used to be to six thousand dollars but your pension is the five thousand can't you see there's going to be trouble so before you were celebrating that you could still keep two thousand after meeting your three thousand now you are struggling to look for one thousand more to even meet up with your obligation let alone saving so that's why paycheck is not the solution just living on paycheck alone it's not going to you wealthy it's not it's not your solution to financial freedom it's not it's not a smart move at all and unfortunately that's what most of us do probably is the easiest thing to do just go grab a job but that is not going to so if you have to walk and walk and walk and walk to earn money enough to live the life you want to live you are burning you are burning that means the day you can't burn, the day you are not strong enough to work, your life will come down. You can work now, 12 hours at the go, congress. when you can no longer work, what are you going to do? So if your paycheck, if your prosperity is tied to what your energy can generate, the day your energy drops, your prosperity drops. So it's not a smart move. You can't just live that way. You can't. As soon as money comes into your hands, it disappears. You go to work again. It keeps disappearing. You go again. It keeps disappearing. You, I think you know they, they say that means like living from hand to mouth. Nothing left. You can't live like that. I'm talking to people who wants to experience the best God has for them. I'm talking to people, God's children, who wants blessings and not just paychecks. Okay. Bible says the blessing of the Lord is what make it rich and add debt no sorrow. That's what the Bible says. So people want to understand blessings. That's, that's This episode is for you. Alright? It's not for you, somebody that wants to die working. Just working to make a living. And there's the good news. Even though it's not a smart move, like I said earlier on, to just keep living on paycheck. If it's not a smart decision to just live in on that or alone what well, then is the good news the good news is you can have a fresh start and that's why we're looking at joseph's 20 you don't have to spend all your income meeting financial obligations you can begin to now set aside some in order to acquire assets and assets are ventures that can be that can that put money into your pocket aside your paycheck some people call it passive income. Some people call it investment. They call it all manners of names. I'm not here to tell you which investment is good, which one is bad. I leave that one for us, but I'm not but I'm not called to talk about investment. That's not my ministry. But I can tell you that you can set aside certain amounts from whatever comes into your hands and generate assets. And assets are things that will put money into your pocket and if they are passive whether you are sleeping or you are awake you are making money these assets don't need your presence to generate money they are working on their own just to make sure they keep bringing you money those are the things you should run to acquire don't acquire liabilities don't live anyhow Anything that takes money away from you is a liability. I don't care the name it is called. And anything that brings money into your pocket is an asset regardless of the name they call it. So there are two two boxes. There are two sections of your lives you want to look at financially. You want to look at the assets. You want to look at the liabilities. If like I just told you liability you can write it down liability open a bracket in front anything taking money away from me then write asset in another box anything bringing money to me now look at your life critically sit down like Jesus said analyze your life what list what are the things in your life that are taking money away from you list them then go to the other side. What are the things in your life that are adding money to that, are bringing money to you? Put them there. Now look at the numbers. If your liability outweighs your asset, you are going to remain poor because what is going is more than what is coming. And the the goal, the goal you should have as a child of God. Who wants to represent God with integrity without having, without being a failure financially is to make sure that you grow your asset column. You grow that part where money... You, you grow the numbers of the things that bring money to you so that it can be more than the things that are taking money away. If all your liabilities, they take away probably five thousand from your pocket every month an asset only had one thousand to you five thousand is going one thousand is coming do you need a prophet to tell you you are not rich but if all your liabilities is five thousand but you have enough asset maybe all your assets is around fifty thousand for instance by the time Five thousand goes out you still have 45 now you are talking so even if you are working today even if you are doing five jobs six jobs no problem i don't have problem with that don't just keep doing that as a lifestyle make sure you are working to generate assets meaning everything you are earning from those five or six jobs you are doing that you cannot even see your children anymore your children do not recognize you anymore before they wake up you are out by the time you are back they are asleep you are working like no man's business congress no problem but make sure your earnings are not just being spent on liabilities so that you can so you can break that cycle make sure your earnings a portion is being set aside to build up your asset column. So that one day when you do no longer have to work, your asset can take care of your lifestyle. That is what we are talking about. And somebody did it. Somebody did something like this. And that's Joseph. That's why we're looking at Joseph's 20%. That's the topic of this episode. If you like a it Financial Seminar, I don't know whatever you want to call it. But... The Lord Himself wants you. Freedom is not just from demonic oppression. You can, you call, you also need freedom from poverty. You need freedom from poverty. You need freedom from poverty because poverty kills. Poverty is a destroyer. Check your Bible. The Bible said the destruction of the poor is their poverty. Poverty can destroy regardless of your anointing. It can. It has the capacity to destroy you if you don't do something about it. There's a popular, you know, proverb in Africa. that said, uh, maybe somebody is sick, uh, somebody is sick, and they, you know, those days they went, to, they go to consult uh, oracles. Somebody is sick, and they went to meet an oracle, and the oracle somebody spoke on behalf of the oracle and said, okay, this sickness will go, uh, but you need to make a sacrifice, and the sacrifice is a goat. So go and bring a goat to this uh, uh, oracle, and they will do one sacrifice, and your sickness will disappear. And this person goes, and because the person cannot afford the goat, he went to bring one cockerel, and brings the cockerel to the oracle. And the, the oracle said, what we need for your healing is goat. He said, I cannot afford goat, I only have cockerel. Where we that fellow not die? It's a proverb in Africa. He said, the oracle demanded goat for your healing, you only brought one cockerel on one hand because of poverty because you can't afford uh you can't afford the real thing that they ask you to bring when will you not die so what killed that man is it the sickness or inability to provide the cure It's poverty kills poverty kills it kills mentally it kills even it can kill your spirit man when you're supposed to be concentrating and be worshipping God and be serving God, you are busy running a task us, Somebody, but they are pulling you here and there for debt. Go and pay. Come and pay that one. Come and pay. You can't read five verses of the scripture. Your debts will jump to your mind that somebody is going to call you tomorrow to pay. You can't be free living like that. The only way out is not to increase your jobs. Grow your asset column. Look for things that put money into your pockets whether you go to work or not invest in them and make sure they outweigh your liabilities start building it one day you will no longer need to work because your assets will take care of you it's very very important it's very very important that's why we read just genesis uh, 41 26, 29 to 36 the bible said there was going to be a famine in the land of egypt and the famine will last for seven years but before the famine there will be seven years of prosperity and joseph was wise and smart enough to advise pharaoh by the spirit of god in him because joseph was interpreting based on what god told him joseph was speaking on behalf of god that the reason god has showed pharaoh this dream is so that they don't get caught on i will send you seven years of prosperity Use that seven years of prosperity to prepare for the seven years of farming so that when the farming is over, you can still continue living in prosperity. That's what it says. And how did Joseph prepare? How did Joseph prepare for the time of lack? Do according to this text, number one, he didn't wait for the lack to come, he didn't wait for the farming to start before he started preparing. You see when Jesus says, sit down and count the cost, he didn't he, he didn't prepare for how to survive in a farming when farming came. He prepared in advance. He prepared in advance. That's why you still have energy to go to work now. You still have energy to do one business. You still have energy to go and do this one. This is the time to prepare. This is the time to prepare. That's exactly what he did. Okay? He didn't wait for luck. Or farming to certain before preparing. He prepared when there was still abundance. As money is still coming, he prepared for when money will no longer come. Secondly, he saved one-fifth. It's in your Bible. He saved one-fifth. That's 20% of all the produce in the years of abundance towards making food available during the years of farming. Everything the Lord blessed them with, all the produce, every harvest, 20% was kept aside. And properly guarded without anybody touching it. 20% was kept aside so that they could make provision during the time of farming. Joseph said just 20%. And the entire nation of Egypt benefited tremendously from it. 20%. They survived seven years of national farming as a result of just 20% savings and investment. That's how they survived that's how they survived on this planet where you are living there are always seasons of abundance and seasons of lack. the way you have cold and heat the way you have night and day there will be seasons of abundance there will be seasons of lack. that's the way the world is it's not a straight line that's the way this planet is ups and downs mountains and valleys day and night all right cold and heat there will be seasons of abundance. There will be seasons of lack. And the wisest thing you can do is to prepare for the season of lack during the season of abundance, not when the lack has already begun. What are you going to prepare? And that way, if you're able to prepare for the season of lack during the season of abundance, that will be able to escape the pain of lack when the season arrives. You will just glide over it, and once the season is over, you continue your blessings, continue your abundance. So if you are following Joseph 20% because he did it and it worked, if you are following Joseph 20%, simply means by setting aside saving or investing 20% of your income, you can also escape luck in the future. At least Joseph proved it. You can escape luck. If probably you are getting so let me help you for those who don't understand what 20% is. Now five thousand you are getting five thousand dollars probably every month everything that comes into your hands remember we talked about analyze how money comes and how money goes so everything that comes into your hand is five thousand per month 10 percent is 500 okay 10 percent is 500 and of course i don't need to tell you that according to the word of the lord you are expected to pay your tithes you are expected to pay your tithe you know that may be a topic for another day but you are actually expected to pay your tithe to the lord that's the that's the way to secure the spiritual part of your prosperity that's the way you can secure that spiritual part without allowing any devourer to come into what the lord has ordained for you you secure that part pay 10 to the lord all right so that you can command the supernatural blessings upon your finances once you take care of the spiritual set aside 20 percent that's what joseph did what's 20 percent that's going to be a thousand because five on five thousand five hundred dollars is the ten percent of five thousand dollars so twenty percent definitely is one thousand so that one thousand dollars should be kept somewhere use it to buy something in that asset column that can grow that can generate income if that can begin to give you something even when you are not working don't just use that one thousand to go party to go buy beer for people say drink it's on me it's on me it will definitely be on you when or when poverty comes it will also be on you use that one thousand set it aside make it a, a discipline start building your asset column one day that one thousand you kept one day it will grow to become five thousand become ten thousand before you know it, that 1,000 can become so mighty that it will begin to take care of you even if you can, even if, if you don't go to work because they grow with time. So talk to experts, make do your research, check online, read it up. Don't just invest anyhow in something that will destroy your finances. Ask questions. Talk to experts, look for guardians, prayerfully invest. Put all these things there. Let the asset column grow. And when the time of lack comes, you will just glide over it. You will not experience it When others are crying, hey, things are hard. Things are hard. There's no money. Things are hard. They have increased everything. You will just be smiling because when there was abundance, you prepared for that particular season. It's very important to take note of that. Just 20%. You can can try that. Don't just spend everything the Lord blesses you with. Save. And also become an investor. Let your financial goal be I shall build my asset column let it be your goal let your goal be my asset column must be more than my liability column everything i have in my asset column should be more than what i have in my liability column so you may want to even reduce your liabilities look at your life what are some of the things that you that is taking money away from you that is not necessary trash them out do away with them if they are not bringing money why are they taking money out Let them, just let there be necessities. Don't leave, don't leave your, don't acquire liabilities. You will be choked. Don't go into debt acquiring liability. If you must borrow anything, let it be towards your asset column so that it can grow and outweigh whatever it is that is in your liability column. I pray God will give you understanding in the name of Jesus. So that's Joseph's 20%. You can read the entire text like we said for the entire story. Genesis 41. Read 29 to 36. You meet all the story there. It's my prayer that the Lord will give you understanding of this and we breathe upon your finances in the name of Jesus. as the wisdom to operate in your finances the way the Lord, or I mean, especially to operate in it. May that wisdom come upon you and may the blessing of the Lord take away everything called indebtedness in your life in the name of Jesus. So, if you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, I will give you the opportunity now. Everything has to do with the Lord. Everything has to do with Jesus. Unless the Lord helps you, you can't help yourself. John chapter 15, verse 5. John 15, 5. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So, all this 20%, all this saving investment, without Jesus, wisdom is absent. So, if you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you're going to be saying this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot help myself. And that's why I need your salvation. Please come into my life today. Wash away all my sins. And set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life. And help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit. And don't let me ever become a powerless christian thank you jesus for saving me amen let us pray heavenly father we thank you for your word thank you for talking to us about our finances your word says you delight in the prosperity of your servants and it's because you want us to prosper that's why you are showing us principles that can bring about our prosperity even from scriptures lord accept our thanks in the name of jesus Father, we have learnt from Joseph how he was able to handle the seasons of lack by just setting aside 20% of what you blessed them with and they were able to escape poverty. They were able to escape lack. Lord, the wisdom to practice what we have learnt via your word this day we receive also in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you because by your help, you will help us to meet all our financial obligations and you will cross us from poverty to wealth in the name of jesus are their attitudes are their characters or behavioral patterns that are sponsoring poverty in our lives father lord please help us to get rid of them in the name of jesus open our eyes to assets that can take care of us assets that can Bring money into our pockets even without necessarily having to labor unnecessarily. Father, we ask for grace and the wisdom to identify opportunities and to take advantage in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who is in debt. Let your power clear off all these debts in the name of Jesus. And for your children who have decided to surrender their lives to you today, Lord, accept them in the beloved. Wipe away their names from the book of death and write their names in the book of life. And together, let your prosperity manifest in every area of our lives cause us to enjoy freedom in our finances as well thank you father for answering our prayers in jesus mighty name we pray amen if you said that prayer i want to say congratulations to you you are now born again and um, all things have passed away and all things have become new concerning you Uh, i want to encourage you to uh, learn more about the lord so that you can grow more and be established in his grace so to do that kindly visit our website at www.glom.org that's www.glom.org there are wonderful materials there uh, all manners of resources even the previous episodes of uh, this podcast articles devotional materials all materials that can help you become well established in the lord visit this site and take advantage of all this and they also want to be part of our weekly online bible study that holds every sunday uh, via zoom application Every Sunday, 5 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time. So you want to check what 5 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time is in your own time zone so that you can know the right time to come. Uh, in for the Bible study. Uh, to enter the room where the Bible study is so holding, it's actually entirely online. It's, uh, it's, it's church without walls. Any part of the world you are, once you have internet, you can be part of this Bible study. Just click on the banner on top of the home page of the website. Uh, the banner says join our weekly online Bible study. Click on the banner. It will take you straight to the room where the meeting is holding and uh, you'll be admitted into the room. As you take advantage of this wonderful opportunity to learn more about the Lord. The Lord will bless you mightily in the name of Jesus. Uh, Feel free to follow us on social media. Like we said earlier on, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Just search out the ministry name, like our pages, follow us, connect with us uh, so that you can receive fresh uh, spiritual updates and resources as they become available. And especially so you can have access to our daily meditation that we share on social media every day and fill your heart with the word of God on a daily basis. Uh, the lord bless you as to do that also in the name of jesus and uh, you want to reach out to us for counseling for prayers you want to share your testimonies uh you want to say hello or probably you just want to find out how you can be part of this ministry uh how you can serve the lord use under this particular uh platform under this particular ministry just uh, reach out to us via email address uh, that's info at glem.org. you can send us an email at info 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 at or simply shoot us uh, a voice message via this uh, same listening platform you are using to listen now uh, as soon as we hear from you we'll respond and everything will go from there um, we just want to encourage you to reach out to us let us hear from you we'll be so happy to hear from you the lord bless us to do that in the name of jesus Uh, So thank you so much for listening to this uh, week's episode of Glenn Podcast. It's been a wonderful time in the Lord's presence, and want to encourage you to apply everything the Lord has taught you today, so that you can have testimony. So if you are actually, if you have actually been blessed by this particular episode. Uh, or probably even the previous ones, kindly feel free to share with your friends, family members, colleagues, or anyone around you you feel needs the revelation shared in this uh, episode so that it can also be partakers of the blessing. As you do all this, the Lord himself will bless you and he will reward you mightily in the name of Jesus. We'll be here again next week for yet another uh, fresh episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, next week, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Bye.